This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 302, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave the Raven. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can go follow Marking Out on Twitter at Marking Out. You can go check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Marking Out. Don't forget to listen to any of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com. Go buy all of our t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. And don't forget to watch all of our YouTube shows, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Also, if you are a musical, uh, I don't know, if you want to be a musical guest, a musical interlude on this podcast, if you are in a band, if you're a musician, send us an email at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. And I am alongside, kind of, Brandon, you can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees coming out this Tuesday, the 22nd of November, uh, with their um, their Black Friday special. Mm-hmm. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. And use the code Black Friday, one word, Black Friday, and you get... That's it. Yeah, and you get, uh, what is it, 30% off? 20% off? I'm not too sure. Yeah, you get 20% off. That's an awesome deal. And if you order on the 22nd of November, starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, you get a free print uh pro wrestling tees logo t-shirt if you're one of the first 300 orders so that's pretty cool yeah so it goes from the from 11 22 at 12 p.m to 11 29 at 12 p.m eastern standard time check it out support us or don't you don't you don't have to no 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 but you really should really you should yeah um, did we hit everything? Oh, iTunes. You can go iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. Yes, yeah, Stitcher, um, Stitcher Radio too. Yeah. If anybody so, actually uses Stitcher, let us know what that is too. Because <laughs> we're still trying to figure that one out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know either. So we're, we're there. Week. Huh? We're there. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So how how was your week? Why do you ask me how my week is in lap? Because <laughs> you asked me. Is my me. week like... No, because you, you just asked me and I completely skipped over that. And I said, oh, how was right. your week? Yeah. <laughs> um, my week was pretty pretty good. It was a fast week. Pretty, um, pretty good. Started clinical rotations at the hospital and it's just been a great time. It's been a great learning experience. And yeah, pro wrestling has taken kind of like a... Went to the back burner a little bit. I haven't been able to promote any. Well, we haven't been able to promote too many of the upcoming pro wrestling events on Twitter, and it kind of stinks because it's just like it's time consuming, and it, it doesn't take too much time, but it's still time consuming to gather all the information, make sure that you have it correct, and I just haven't been able to. So that kind of stinks. But 
And I feel bad about that too because there's a bunch of events that I wanted to promote, like uh, the one at Deer Park tonight and a few other ones, but it is what it is. But everything's going well. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, tell me about your week though. My week was good. Started off Sunday nights. I went to a 10, was it 1045 the movie? It was a super late movie. I went to see Doctor Strange. Oh, I still have to see that. I was uh, I was more satisfied with it than I thought I was going to be. Because from the commercials, I was like, this looks like the dumbest movie. I have no clue what this is about. Mm-hmm. None of this commercial tells me what Doctor Strange is. Mm-hmm. But it's a Marvel movie, so I checked it out and I enjoyed it. They were doing I know. they were doing some DDP yoga in the nice. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it it looks like DDP yoga. I don't know if that's any sort of like other any sort of other like training or in real life. They were they were doing diamond positions, so that's interesting. I, I know that this is where they start to introduce the magical aspect to the Avengers, like that universe. Like magicians? So I, huh? Like magicians? Yeah. So, well, the spiritual magic aspect to it. So I'm, I'm curious to see the movie. It, it looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah, it's interesting. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anything else, Dave, please? I went on Wednesday to Madison Square Garden, to New York City, to the theater at Madison Square Garden with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see NXT, which was super cool. Oh, yeah? Any highlights? Uh, well, firstly, I got to say, getting into Penn Station and then going to the Garden was like, it sucks because they had a Knicks game as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone was there for the Knicks. So, like, the line was just ridiculously long to get in. But uh, once you actually got in to NXT and everything, it was cool. And it's like, they, it's like NXT is really cool, and they're good with their like posters. Because I think mm-hmm. I, I think it's every single event that they uh-huh. that they put on has a poster for it. I don't know if like the TV tapings have it, but like every live show, from what I've gathered, has a, an event specific poster, which I think is really cool that they have mm-hmm. that. And. Uh, they apparently were going to have a signed version for a hundred dollars, but they just they didn't have it in yet. Ah, uh-huh. so I was I and I also wasn't about to shell out a hundred bucks. Why? Uh, what do you mean why? Uh-huh. I mean it, it would have been nice. It would have included some signatures like Samoa Joe. Bobby but don't Bruce. you already have their autographs? Yeah, because I got. I mean mainly. For the most part, I would have had mo- all of them. But, like, Eric Young would have been on it. Um, mm-hmm. Nikki Cross. Um, Cedric Alexander, I guess, because he wrestled. Yeah. But but even still, I mean, I don't know if it would be worth the $100. Yeah, I wasn't going to pay 100 bucks, And I'm pretty sure it was cheaper at, at TakeOver Brooklyn, so. Any, um... Standouts that you've seen, like any wrestling matches, any matches or any wrestlers that stood out to you, where um, you were like, oh, yeah, that wrestler it stood out to me was Sanity. Sanity was like, I was watching them were just like so smart with what they were doing. Like I think like Alexander Wolf at one point, he's on the outside of the ring. He was like eating the the tag rope, and I was just oh. like, I was looking at this. I was like, 
just like my mind was getting blown by the, the little things that these guys were doing in their match. That's wait, so who was eating the rope? Alexander Wolf and like oh. Sawyer Fulton took off his boot and wrestled sockless. He took off his sock too and wrestled bootless and sockless. That's for, interesting. For, on one foot, yeah. Again, huh. uh, they ended up they lost to TM sixty one, but clean. Um, clean. I believe so. Yeah. All right. But it was cool. I mean, they also they had uh, the the first match of the night was No Way Jose defeating Roderick Strong, mm -hmm. and uh, Shay McMahon was sitting ringside with Pete Gas, which I popped for. And, of course uh, you did. Yeah, and Shane was there with his kids, dude. It would have been so cool if I got to meet them. If only I was able to go down to where they were sitting, because Shane McMahon. Dude, Shane, uh -huh. Shane, and and when Pete Gas finally got recognized, they were taking pictures with everyone. Like every single person that asked for a picture, they they sat, they stood there and took pictures with them. Even Dude, I told you you should have taken advantage of that. I was not near them. I was not able to go from where I was sitting to ringside. You should have like rolled up a paper airplane and tried to like throw it at them. And said what? Sign me. I don't. I don't need an autograph. I just wanted a picture with them. I mean, it would have been cool to get an autograph too, but I had nothing to get signed. Have you ever met Shane? No. How would he's you? He's really cool. Don't you think? Yeah, he's really cool. Like you've met Shane. Yeah, I have. Where have you met Shane McMahon? All right, I haven't. <laughs> what, what, but, what do you think? I'm stupid. But you can imagine if I did meet him. No, I can't. But a friend. Of mine did. It's like it's always so crazy. Like, first of all, I'm like sitting directly in front of me with Shane McMahon, which is like the creep, the not creepy, crazy, the creepiest thing ever. With <laughs> Shane McMahon sitting in front of me, yeah, I was so thing. freaked out because he was sitting there. And no, and just like watching him watch wrestling was weird. Like that was super weird too. Why? But, I mean, I don't know. Cause I guess because because he like grew know. up around it and in it. So, like, I, you see him do these little things that, like, normal people around the ring and everything, they're not doing. Who was he marking out for? Um, well, he danced with No Way Jose. I saw that. They put that on their YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, who else did he pop for? He was popping, um, hmm. I want to say Sanity, but I'm not sure. I know at one point, um... Uh, Oni Lorkin was facing Elias Sampson and Lorkin was on the top rope and Sampson was trying to superplex him off the top rope. Sampson got knocked off and did one of those jumping like to the top rope type of things, superplexes mm -hmm. and hit it, hit the superplex and like Shane shot out of his seat and like went nuts for that. And it's funny, it's like, although the crowd was chanting, like, uh, they were chanting, like, you suck, basically, chants at, at uh, Samson. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that move, they popped. The whole crowd popped, and then they went back to you still suck chants. And it's funny, because, like, I was watching Shane do that, and not chant, but watching him react to the to the crowd, and he, like, turns around and, like, gives, like, that, that small little smirk. Like, yeah, that's funny. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like they they could appreciate Elias Sampson, but no, he still sucks. Yeah, so, but it's funny. But uh, yeah, so 
It was, it was a good show. The the crowd went huh. crazy for Bobby Roode. That's all right. I was about to ask how the crowd was. They sing in his theme song, which is like it's like it's so much cooler than at at uh, at Takeover because it's like even smaller. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to what was it like fourteen thousand people singing it to such a smaller space of maybe three thousand people. Okay. So and then they after the match they they thank you Cedric chance went off. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. You got anything else to tell me about your week? Uh, no, that's about it. This was the NXT show that we didn't even like fully run down, but... <laughs> well, I mean, it. what, yeah, do you want to do a no, rundown? Or no, it's, no it's fine. No, it's, I don't need to read out results or anything. William well, Regal... I figured, I figured you want to do that for the... Uh, Indie results and stuff. Nah, we don't have to do that. But uh, William Regal was there, so I popped for that. That was cool. Mm-hmm. He just basically thanked people for being there. But well, that's that's very nice of him. Yeah. So that's very nice of him. I I think so. Yeah. So let's move on from that to some outside the ring news. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, this week uh, Vader announced that he's been diagnosed diagnosed with. Uh, congestive heart failure as a result from football and pro wrestling. And uh, doctors gave him less than two years left to live, which is, that's sad. And Mick Foley took to social media recently to say that it's time for Vader to be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. He wrote wrote a forward for, for Vader's book that's coming out and then released the forward early. So, because Vader allowed him to do it, but it was... Wasn't Vader already inducted? No. Really? Yeah, no, Vader's not in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, that's weird. But if you think he was, then he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, no. So, hopefully he does get into the WWE Hall of Fame, and uh, hopefully he doesn't die. I don't know. Yeah. How does that stuff work even? Is it what? Like, CHF? Does, yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on. But hopefully but like, you will. Do you get placed on a list for a new heart or that's like, is that it? There's there's no transplant or anything. but There's no heart transplants? No. What? But not for that. But hopefully he will uh, fight through this and... How, how is, but I don't understand. How is there no transplants for that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, next up, Linda McMahon is being considered for Donald to be a part of Donald Trump's Secretary of Commerce. Uh, commerce? Commerce. <laughs> yeah. So, to be, Secretary, to, to Secretary be, of Commerce. To be part of Donald Trump's cabinet. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny because we joked about it last week. Which then all of a sudden rumors started to fly that she was in fact being considered for the position. So, hey, I'm I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah, let uh, wrestling take over the world. Yeah, um, Brie Bella said that she's going to be giving birth in April and wants to or would like to return around SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, that's weird because on Total Bellas, 
She was done. That's her, That was it. She retired. Or on Total Divas, I think it was. Total Divas, mm-hmm. she retired. But that's nice. Doesn't seem to be the case now. So, And a uh, second season of Total Bellas was uh, announced as well for 2017. So look forward to that. Ah, do we? Do we look I mean, forward to that? It was, it was interesting to see. I mean, John Cena was super weird on that show. Super weird to see John Cena in, in positions like that where he was kind of mean to about animals and stuff and that that was weird <laughs> like it was totally like completely roomy with stuff so and just even like even this like oh you guys have to get dressed up we have to we are we have to do formal dinners every sunday night or whatever that's super weird but i don't know he anyway. seemed a little bit out there yeah so we'll see maybe we'll see more of that now we or have total. We? Now we have total divas, and we have Dean Ambrose. That's part of the cast, so we'll see him. Dean on the show. Ambrose. Yeah, well, he's dating <laughs> Renee Young, so lean, mean Dean. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll find out more with that as it and, comes around. And it's super weird seeing Lana there because, like, she's not doing her accent, mm-hmm. and she's at. They showed footage of her at. Uh, at WrestleMania Access, meeting fans without her accent. And it's like, does she do that for the show? Or, like, if you literally, if you meet Lana, she's not going to be doing her accent. Hmm. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't get it. But somebody, some, so a woman, I think I think it was a woman, walked up, and I, it, I think it was a woman. She walked up and said uh, Rusev and Lana were her, like, ideal couple. Like she would strive to be them as a couple, I, which is like, I don't, like how do you like how do you know them as a couple? Yeah, that, that <laughs> creeps like, me out, dude. It's, what you said it creeps you out? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, dude. Wrestling fans, man, one of a kind, huh? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, fans are fans, I guess. Yeah, but definitely a little bit out there. Uh, Joey Styles has been fired by Evolve for using an off-political reference on commentary. Uh, of course, it was a reference related to Donald Trump, uh, President-elect Donald Trump. He will also stop being uh, being used for Beyond Wrestling and Shikara as well. So that's pretty a pretty big stance to take by them. But I feel like it's a it's a good stance to take. Which well, apparently Gabe said that. He went over the fact that there should be no political anything on commentary that that night. And yeah. Then, and then Joey Styles said what he said, but I mean, Dawn Marie took to Twitter. She went off on Gabe and Quackenbush. Who is she to go off? Well, I mean, she like she was defending Joey Styles in the sense of like she's like I'm not friends with Joey Styles, but I've known him for all these years, and like. There's no reason that he should have been fired from these companies for saying um, what he said, and it's not like he—he he he said s- something that was off, that was, but I that mean, he shouldn't have first said. Of all, I mean, there's also the same sense of Joey Styles was, I believe, playing a heel character. Yeah, okay, but and, you still don't take reference of that when your when your boss says don't say it. Well, yeah, that's his fault if that wasn't true, in fact, true. But he like he didn't say like the full 
phrase. I'm not like defending Joey Styles here or anything, but he didn't say the full phrase. I know, but still, I don't think it's right, especially with their um, their agreement with WWE, because now some of that's going to reflect on WWE. I I think that Joey Styles overstepped his boundary. I think that at times he may just have to learn to know when to shut up. I mean, that's why he got released. One of the reasons I'm sure he got released from WWE when he spoke a little bit too much in that interview about Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's got to learn to shut up. Well, but but the 30th anniversary of Survivor Series was announced that will be taking place in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center next year. Uh, also, just like this year, they're going to have NXT TakeOver the night before and Monday Night Raw the night after. So it's, cool. it's, it's crazy that it's like 30 years of... Uh, of Survivor, Survivor Series? Series, yeah. This like this year is the thirtieth Survivor Series. Next year is the thirty-first Survivor Series, but it's the thirtieth anniversary. That's always weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember we spoke about that for uh... tribute to the troops. Yeah, because I was right in that situation, and Michael Cole was wrong because everyone was referring it to as the the tenth annual. Or something. I don't know what it, I forget what it was, but whatever it was, they were wrong because you're not number one. You're, it was the, when you're born. You're not one when you're born. You're zero. Yeah. So no, you're. I think you're. You're correct with it. Uh, People magazine has named The Rock Dwayne Johnson their sexiest person alive. Coming in a close second was Brandon. So <laughs> congratulations, Brandon. What? Nice. <laughs> I appreciate that one. And yeah, give us, yeah. give us. Uh, so, how did you chance. go about? Did they reach out to you about this or no? No, Ellen did, and she said, "Sorry, it's going to the Rock and not you." And what was your reaction? I was like, "Give us normal people a chance." I just want to. Like, she was she like, was "I'm like, sorry, you're not a celebrity," and I was like, "I know that." But are you like, no, I actually I do a podcast. No, I didn't say that. I should have. Maybe Alan would have been a guest. You know, that would have been nice. But God forbid Brandon thinks about someone else instead of uh, himself. Like his podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, The Rock got a hashtag emoji out of it. So that's fun. Now that the Survivor Series is coming up. 20th, 20th anniversary of The Rock's debut. Nah, that's weird. That's wild. Yeah, he debuted in 1996, 20 years ago. So not the 20th yeah. anniversary. It's weird that he was in a match with, like, uh, Goldust, you know? And, like, there are wrestlers that are currently on the roster that he was in that match with as a veteran at the time, you know? Yeah, well, I mean... Well, Goldust was a veteran at the time. In 96? Was it 96? I, w I would still consider him, like, a vet. I mean, he still has had his WCW uh, days and then everything with Dusty. Yeah, I guess you would. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, he, he, I'm sure he was well-traveled at the time. I, well, I'm but, not doubting well-traveledness, but. I mean, it was, I mean, I remember the last, like, two people is him and Crush, right? I don't know, but eight years in the business, would you consider that a veteran? I don't know. I don't that's know. Because that's how long 
Goldust was in the business Maybe. completely. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, that's yeah. So WWE released a shirt for that and everything. So I'm assuming The Rock's gonna show up at some point. Because I, I don't know why they would release a shirt if mm-hmm. if he wasn't gonna be in that. So I think it's a safe bet that they'll release the shirt. But yeah, he was in a yeah. A lot of these people are legends in the business, though. In that match, mm-hmm. Mark Marrow was on the was on the Rock's team. Jake Roberts, though, uh, Barry Windham as the Stalker. The Stalker was on the team. Yeah, um, Crush was the on the opposing team. Jerry Lawler, Triple H, Goldust. That's wild. Yeah, but. All right, let's get on to some uh, out, not outside, um, indie that, results. And that, that, by the way, should they not have gone to Madison Square Garden this year? They're what doing, do you mean? Like, they're, for the Alamo Dome, they're doing that for the Royal Rumble. They're going back for, what is it, the 30th, I think? I um, I, I'm not too sure. It would have been nice for them to come back to Madison Square Garden for Survivor Series again. It was 2011, so maybe not Survivor Series. I just want mm-hmm. I just want Madison Square Garden to host the pay per view. I just want some of uh, like a pay per view at MSG again. I'll take I'll take Raw SmackDown. Uh, it was always so fun to see events there. We went to the last pay per view there. Did we? Yeah, Survivor Series 2011. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, where The Rock teamed up with John Cena to take on R-Truth and The Miz in the main event. In a match that The Miz took all the blame? Yeah, exactly. For R-Truth? No, I think it was Miz that got all the blame. Yeah. It was Which I, I don't understand. What do you mean? I thought the match was good. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I think WWE screwed up. All up and down the board for that. I mean, not having everyone wanted Zack Ryder in that U.S. Championship match. Yeah, I think that that's bogus. Instead, it was John Morrison. So that took away from that match where everyone was chanting for Ryder, mm-hmm. which when that's like that's like peak Zack Ryder. Like we want Ryder chance, which is just it's crazy to look back on that and think that that was 2011. Right, and then and then afterwards, like the garden erupted when he came out and and just beat up Ziggler. Yeah, but it's like even even after Survivor Series ended, The Rock, nobody was letting The Rock speak. It was all we want Ryder chance. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing and awesome to be there live to see. Yeah, an experience. And then just a few days after that, we went to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a day or two later. Yeah, I think two days later. No. I wasn't that impressed. I, I like that concert more than the current one. Well, I mean, you knew more of the songs. Yeah, but even then, I feel like now her onstage presence isn't really what it used to be when it comes to... Uh, um. All that stuff. I don't know. I still enjoy going to their shows. Yeah. Our shows. But, yeah. 
So mm-hmm. uh, moving on from whatever that was to <laughs> some independent wrestling results. Uh, took place on, I think, the 12th of November. No, that couldn't have been the 12th. Um, I don't remember what the day was. But NYWC had a show, Firestorm 3, in Corum, New York. And uh, they have a new tag team champions from that event. Uh, Former champions, Bam and Booth Sullivan, the Hounds of Hatred, lost the championships to the Spirit Squad, Mikey and Kenny. So check that out. I mean, you'll be able to see the rematch coming up. But also taking place, not also taking place, the 12th of of November, uh, Jersey All Pro Wrestling's 20th anniversary show in Rahway, New Jersey took place. The JAPW Light Heavyweight Championship 8-man elimination match uh, took place for a vacant championship. And Arcadia picked up the the, the win there. Defeating Azriel, Connor Claxton, Joey Janela, John Silver, JT Dunn, Steve Scott, and Pinky Sanchez. Yeah, you also had the private party uh, pick up the victory over Kevin Matthews and Pat Buck. Deanna Perrazzo defeated Sumi Sakai in this. Uh, I, did you see any clips from that? No, I haven't. Uh, I don't know what point of the match it happened, but Perrazzo got busted open. Oh, really? On her cheek, and she needed stitches, yeah. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. How did she bust? I don't How did did she get cut on her cheek? I don't know. That's such an odd place. Yeah, but she's still wrestling, so. And she's, I think she's coming up on 95 and 96 soon. Oh, wow. Yeah, so 100 is in sight. It's doable. So, that's awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. Matt Tremont picked up the victory over DJ Hyde. Yeah, the Legends uh, picked up the victory over the H Effect. Joker defeat. Uh, nope, Joker and Kyle the Beast went to a no contest. I pulled a Dave. No offense. Yeah, yeah, J- <laughs> yeah. JAPW Heavyweight Championship on the line. It was uh, vacate, uh, vacate, vacant title. Black G's defeated B Boy. Yeah. Uh, Aerostar and Drago defeated EYFBO, which is awesome that Aerostar and Drago were there. Yeah, Alberto El Patron picked up the victory over Sammy Callahan. And a steel cage tag team match took place where the Hit Squad t- picked up the victory over Homicide and Loki. Yeah. Also, again, awesome that. that, that That's awesome. I, I agree. Also, on the 12th, Evolve 72 in Queens, New York, Tony Nese picked up the victory over Tommy N. Matt Riddle defeated Dustin. Fred Yehi defeated Jason Kincaid. Chris Dickinson and Jaka picked up the victory over Darby Allen and Tony Nese. Ethan Page defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Rod Sabre Jr., bro. Mm. Tracy Williams defeated Chris Hero. And the Evolve title, uh, Squared Circle of Survival, was the match. Uh, the champion, Timothy Thatcher, successfully retained the title over Drew Gulak. Yeah. Um, you also had on the 13th in Joppa, Maryland, Tommy Ed defeated Tracy Williams. Jaka defeated Darby Allen. Jason Kincaid defeated Icarus. Ethan Page defeated Chris Dickinson 
Drew Gulak defeated Saber Saber Junior. <laughs> Chris Hero you're, defeated. You're such a punk. I wanted that so bad. Well, you weren't in it. So Chris Hero defeated <laughs> Matt Riddle. The Evolved Tag Team Championship was on the line in a fa- in a four way elimination match. Catch Point defeated the um, Catch Point defeated Chris Hero and Dustin, the Gatekeepers, and Drew Gulak and Tony Nese. Yeah, and uh, Chris Hero was a replacement for Drew Galloway. Who's yeah. And then uh, after that match, Tony Nese was offered a WWE contract from William Regal. And uh, so much, much deserved. I mean, it's a bad time. But as always, there's other wrestlers out there that we think should be signed as well. Yeah. Right. And Rex Wallace, uh, we're looking at you. And so, I believe Drew Gulak was also offered a contract, but I'm not positive. I saw that too, but I don't think it was on the same night. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that because all I saw was yeah. what WWE posted. Yeah, exactly. So, and then I saw a few fans congratulating Gulak as well, but I don't <laughs> see any information on that. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he did get signed, and I'm so happy for Tony Nese. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that I get to go to a WWE event and he's there wrestling because that's awesome. I mean, um, maybe it's this next weekend. Who uh, knows? Next weekend, I will not be going to a WWE event. Well, that's, yes, correct. Um, some upcoming indie events on the 20, what is it? The 26th, Wrestle Cade 2016, the final three count, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Matt Cross, Ricochet, and Shane Strickland take on Jason Kincaid, Hoovy, Hoovy Juice, and Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> Did you call him Hoovy Juice? Yep, Hoovy <laughs> Juice. Uh, Krazy Steve will be taking on Eddie Edwards. Special guest referee Veda Scott will be refing the matchup. J- uh, I don't know why I was going to say Jason. <laughs> Rachel Ellering and Tessa Blanchard. EC3 will be taking on Luke Hawks. You got Chris Mordetsky taking on Gunner. Deanna Perrazzo. Hold on. I wonder what's going on with Gunner. I always thought that he would have been signed by WWE by now. You know, like we haven't really seen his name on the indie scene. He's not with TNA anymore, right? Um, where is he? Who was the? Was he? I don't know. He no. was the guy with the huge back tattoo. <laughs> who Who are the three in the in that group that just debuted with with um, Eddie Kingston? Um, Bra- oh, it's Bram and James. Oh, Storm. yeah. I thought it was Gunner for a second, but yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah, she's there. Right. Deanna Perrazzo uh, will be teaming up with Faye Jackson, Mandy Leone, and Solo Darling to take on Amber Gallows, Kelly Klein, Kennedy Brink, and Taylor Hendricks. Yeah, you're also gonna have Jeff Jarrett as J E double F J A double R E double T taking on Carlito. I was gonna say, damn man, how do you not like? I was very surprised that threw me. Because <laughs> at first, like, I didn't expect you to do it, and then you, you spelled it out. You did it, so. Uh, Boy, there well, you go. Yeah, Drew Galloway will be taking on PJ Black, who PJ Black is now f- returning as well. Yeah, he's been out for a while. He's been injured, yeah. Um, also, WrestleCade title on the line, Matt Hardy defending his championship against Ryback. Yeah. Yeah. And then also yeah. on the 26th of... November, NYWC draw the line 
in Deer Park, New York. You're going to be seeing a cuffed and caged match. Alvin Alvarez will be teaming up with King Mega and Ultimo Maya to take on, to take on GIT, Irish, and J-Red. Yeah, you also have the NYWC Tag Team titles on the line as the Spirit Squad are going to be defending their championships against the Hounds of Hatred. And in the main event of the evening, uh, well, I believe, I mean, come on. Oh, no. What did match did you say? I, I said the tag team. Yeah, okay. I was skipping the match the for a second. NYWC Fusion Championship <laughs> will be on the line as the champion Tyler Murphy will be defending it against Big O. I, I, for a second, I was like, I thought there was only three matches announced. And yeah, I wasn't sure where you are going to go with that one, but I was going to let it play out. Yeah, no, I completely skipped over. This is what I would assume is the main event because it's... it's Take it. I mean, it should be. Yeah, so uh, Alex Reynolds will be taking on Anthony Nice one last time. Uh, this is Anthony Nice's, Tony Nice's last New York show before he yeah, signs this, to it's just, Yeah, after this, it's just House of Hardcore. Uh, well, no, there's a few other ones, I believe, but House of Hardcore is his last indie booking. So I thought, no, I think it's NYWC, and then his last, he has two more events, but both of those are House of Hardcore. I think that's what he posted. Are they both House of Hardcore events? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. He has uh, NYWC, House of Hardcore, and House of Hardcore. Wow, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but House of Hardcore in Philadelphia is his last yeah. date on the 16th of December. So don't forget, try to get out there for this Tony Nese farewell tour. Yeah, and definitely if you can get to NYWC on Long Island – next Saturday, definitely check that out because Alex Reynolds and Tony Nese, we I don't know how many times we've seen that match total, it's, but it's, it's always, awesome. yeah, it's always incredible. And, uh, it's just, it's really, it's awesome to see a guy, Maverick guy, Maverick, Tony Nese go from that to being uh, on WWE pay-per-views and, and mm-hmm. television shows. Just, it's awesome. And yeah, nothing but the best. Of course. And uh, like I said before, I can't wait to for the day that I get to go to a WWE show and see him perform live Madison Square Garden or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so let's uh, take a break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Mark and Alt. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out episode 302. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Starting the 22nd of November, this Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, start using the code Black Friday, no spaces, and uh, receive 20% off your order. So if you like us, if you listen to our podcast and you want to wear a cool marking out logo t-shirt, an original logo t-shirt, uh, I mean, aside from the regardless t-shirt, that's not original, but everything else there is original. So uh, check us out. And uh, moving on to some sports entertainment now, some Monday Night Raw. Mm, Monday Night See, if you could do that last portion and do the full thing as that. On Raw, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. 
Monday Night Nitro. Oh, you got to talk like this. Yeah, I talk. Uh, you got to talk like this. You got to talk like you're, you're, this. No, you're talking a little differently. That kind of sounds like Carson. I don't know. If that's, <laughs> that's how like Johnny Carson there. You're talking a little like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. But uh, Monday Night Raw kicked off with Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley in the ring with the with everybody who had a match who has a match at Survivor Series on the Survivor Series teams, I should say, on the entrance ramp. Um, basically, just setting up like bed, strange bedfellow matches, which without, without mm-hmm. actually calling it strange bedfellow matches. But uh, I think the the best part of this segment, which like. I mean, I hope I never forget it. Was Mick Foley doing the Enzo Amore running dance thing that he does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. That like I was so happy that that took place. I can't, I can't be any more happier from that. That was super, so funny. Jeez. No, that was super funny. That was really funny. <laughs> but uh, the first match that took place, we saw Kevin Owens teaming up with Roman Reigns to defeat Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. Match came to a conclusion following a bro kick and then a good old spear from Reigns. And Reigns putting a KO over Sheamus, I believe. Uh, Yeah, well, it's I mean, it's Kevin Owens' fault because Roman Reigns went for the first spear and Kevin Owens tagged in. And when yeah. he got into that ring, boom, bro kick. And then Roman Reigns was able to hit Sheamus with that spear and then dragged a lifeless Kevin Owens onto Sheamus to win. Which yeah. I, that's, I thought was phenomenal. I thought that was such I, a... Yeah, I agree. I thought I was a big fan of it. Like, from even, like, last week's ending of Monday Night Raw, where uh, also where Kevin Owens accidentally pinned Chris Jericho, or vice versa, Jericho. I forget which one now. But I thought that was similar to this, but uh, just different. I thought it was great. Uh, the next thing backstage, we saw Chris Jericho... With Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. And he goes, since we are, we're going to be on a Survivor Series team together, I got you guys presents. And uh, Seth Rollins opened up his box and it was a scarf. And Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho is like, okay, open yours. And Braun's like, I want your scarf. And Jericho's like, you know what? Add a team unity, I'll give it to you. So... Jericho gives it to him, and he's like, oh, try it on, and it'll look good or whatever. And then Braun Strowman takes the, the scarf and just rips it up. I thought that was the funniest thing. And then I, we, I don't even know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so yeah it was Braun a Strowman good segment. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn picked up the victory over Bo Dallas following a Huluva kick. Yeah, both of them, former NXT champions. Uh, yeah. But they really didn't give this, this match any time for anything. It was more so like a... I don't know how to say this without... Just, just to get uh, Sami Zayn over before yeah. the pay-per-view. Yeah, sure. I was going to say a fluff match, but for Zayn, because that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So. yeah. But, uh, next uh, up, yeah. you had Braun, YTJ, and Rollins picking the victory over New Day. New oh. Day? It sounded like you wanted me to do it, and I wasn't sure. I did, but you were going to jump in quick enough. Which, by the way, New Day, we've seen they have their their variant t-shirt for halloween now wwe shop as well as fye fye actually is releasing christmas bootios um and a christmas bootios t-shirt uh wwe shop is also releasing that same t-shirt 
Where's our Hanukkah ones? Where's our Hanukkah New Day t-shirt? I I don't know. I want to make sure. I want to see a Bootios t-shirt to make sure that we're not booty as well. Right? Yeah. Um, as far as this match goes, I felt like nothing nothing really happened. And it was like way longer than that Sami Zayn and Bo Dallas match. Yeah, I agree with you. I, don't I mean, I, I just took note of, like, I, I really like Woods' uh, Tornado DDT that he does yeah. from the middle rope. Yeah. I really, I'm a big fan of that. But outside of that, I mean, what and it seems it seems like New Day always loses, like, non-title matches. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. recently. I, I think they're trying to get the, the crowd used to them losing so this way if this way they when they do lose the titles it's not as uh, well no i think it's more so uh new day will lose and then win on the pay-per-view this will just get them to 480 i think it is so i mean whenever that is what's the record it's 480 it's demolition oh 480 is the record i i believe it's 480 Okay. And I think New Day right now is at, um, well, I was going to say 434, but I don't know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, so they have a while to go. I mean, not really. Uh-huh. I mean, that's such, I mean, before you know it, that's here. That's true. That Let's is true. How long have they been champion? They've been champion for 451 days. So wow. literally, come December, that that's it. That's the record. That's wild. Uh, next up, you had Brian Kendrick, the champion, pick up a victory over Sin Cara. Oh, um, well, I forgot to even say the ending of that New Day thing. The whole segment was uh, Jericho and Rollins arguing with each other, mm. where Jericho ended up getting hit with a pedigree. Yeah. So that shows team unity. But uh, yeah, moving on to after that was the Kendrick and Sinkara match, which uh, took place because of a backstage segment where all of the cruiserweights were talking. Well, Brian Kendrick was talking to them, which it was like almost identical to the Give Divas a Chance promo mm-hmm. that was backstage. And... Uh, and he's just talking to the cruiserweights basically about putting himself over. I'm the best person, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, everyone started stepping up like, well, I should be champion. Uh, I should have the title shot because I beat you this many times. I should be having a title shot because of this. And then Sin Cara stepped up and basically said that Kalisto would make a better champion than him. And he's rooting for Kalisto on mm-hmm. Sunday. So that's how this took place. But yeah, it's a fun match. And, I, uh, so I, I like the tr- uh, Tree of Woe Spears. Yeah. I like that spot. And then, uh, yeah, so Brian Kendrick picked up the victory with a... Uh, well, actually, before the match even started, Sin Cara got attacked by Brian Kendrick. Yeah, he, he attacked me from the belt. Which I was surprised the ref didn't throw the match out right off the bat from that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so Kendrick won with the captain's hook. Yeah. Next up, you had Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman in the ring, and Goldberg. Yeah, and security. security separating them diagonally. Yeah. What do you want to say about this? Um. Next up, you have Charlotte 
I don't know. I'm good with nothing. Like they go like Lesnar pushed a security guard, Lance on Oahe. Yeah, don't do that again, Brock. You don't know what who you're messing with. That's <laughs> dynasty right there. Can you imagine that like turns into a a storyline like legitimately where it's like Watch like the Rocks like or like, no, seriously, like, that's how, that's how The Rock versus Brock Lesnar starts for WrestleMania 33 or whatever, mm-hmm. was because Lance Onoahe got pushed by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, how wild would that be? That would <laughs> like, be pretty intense. Like, that would never, ever happen, but no, I, I'd, no. be, I'd be 1,000% okay if that was the start of Brock Lesnar versus The Rock. That would be interesting. But Brock oh. pushed them, then Goldberg beat up some security guards. Then they both ripped off their shirts because I guess that's what people do when they fight. I, I, I'll never, ever understand that. Yeah, I don't get that either. Kind like, of like with Jeff Hardy. I don't get why he takes off his shirt to do this one time. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly like Jeff Hardy with that. But I was going to bring up the point when we were in Boston and how that guy tried to fight us. Like that, I, dude, that dude took off his shirt. And I was like, what? I started hysterically laughing. I was like, what are you, t- you taking off your shirt? Like, what? I don't understand this. I was like, I don't, why, why? <laughs> like, if you're trying to fight somebody, why are you taking off your shirt? What's the point of that? Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand that. Yeah, me neither. So that, they just backed out and that was, well, Brock Lesnar backed off and that was that. Yeah. But... I'm beginning to start to think that what you said, Chris said, might be true or something with 2K. That 2K sponsored this match? Or booked it or something. I mean, the the poster for Survivor Series is straight from 2K17. Yeah, it's the video game. That's the video game poster and a a render of Brock Lesnar as well. I I know. uh, Wait, a render of Goldberg, I mean. Yeah. Because Brock's on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then all these clips are, are like 2K matches and stuff. And it's fantasy warfare, I guess, because now it can happen in the video game. Even though uh, fantasy warfare had already happened in real life and they're using clips of real life to show fantasy warfare, which is uh-huh. supposed to be stuff that doesn't take place or something. I don't understand that, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get it. Up next was Charlotte and Sasha Banks teaming up to take on Alicia Fox and Nia Jax. Uh, Charlotte and, and Sasha Banks picked up the victory, but not without some some woes. Some woes. I think that's what I would say. But uh, Bailey was on commentary for this. And uh, early on in the match, Sasha Banks refused to let Charlotte tag her, which I thought was interesting. And... Uh, that's basically that for that match, but uh, yeah. the main part was that everybody afterwards fought. Yeah. Like, in the match, I mean. Huge brawls. In brawls. the match. Well, in the match, they Sasha and, and Charlotte fought each other. Yeah. So, and but, that, that's when... I mean, the, to break them up, I think it was Fox that did a crossbody to the both of them. Yeah, yes, you're right. And then but, Bailey, after the match, came up, came into the ring to, like... Like, come on, guys, we're on the same hmm. on the same team. Yeah. So. Um, next up, the main event of the evening: Cass and Enzo and the Club picked up the victory over Golden Truth and Shining Stars. We ran out of tag teams, so we put a team no longer on Team Raw in the match. Yeah, I don't get this match at all. Um. Well, the ending, I I was I, I didn't mind the end of the match though. 
Okay, I mean, I where, didn't like, like the end of it. Where it looked like uh, Gallows was going to let Enzo get tagged in, and so Enzo could do Air Enzo. Mm. But at the last second, Gallows ended up pinning Primo, I think. Mm. Which I think mm. since specifically it was um, the Shining Stars that lost that match, Golden Truth should have been added back to the Survivor Series team. I, I have no idea why Golden Truth. Like, uh, let's just use Golden Truth. It's, I, I, I don't get it either. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of these matches. I really hope. I really. I'm really rooting for Team SmackDown on Sunday. There's really not no draw factor to me. I, I don't care, you know. But someone that does care is uh, Stephanie and Foley. They were in the ring cutting promo, and then Shane and Daniel Bryan joined them. And, and then Shane proceeded to tell them that they'd be kind of crazy if, uh, well, yeah, if they came well, empty first, well, I mean, well, first it was Raw, Raw that came out, right? Yeah, Team Raw came out. Yeah, okay. And they were like, do you really think we'd come here without our team? And then they all came through the crowd, like ECW or The Shield. Yeah, and everybody ECW, loves it. ECW Invasion, I should say. Yeah, the crowd went crazy for it. I like the fact that Shane took out Braun. That was, that was phenomenal. Cool that was awesome. Yeah, that was a great spot. And, and it, then it was like the typical like finisher, finisher. Yeah, bro, it ended with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins hitting a shield powerbomb on AJ Styles onto Team SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, that was a decent ending for, for the, the go-home show for Monday Night Raw to Survivor Series. I, I agree with you. I think that that closing match or uh, segment was really good for it. Yeah, but as far as Monday Night Raw as a, as a whole, nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. Uh, the focus was uh, Survivor Series right now. But even uh, still, nothing really happened for that. Yeah, I know. Uh, SmackDown. Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were in the ring, and they Actually, were not, cut not, a promo. Not in the ring. <laughs> it was at the ramp. Oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, but they, they welcomed everybody for the 900th episode of SmackDown, which is just crazy. Like, we were alive for... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were alive for the first episode of Raw, but, like, I was specifically watching a good year and a half or something already before mm -hmm. SmackDown. With Monday Night Raw, I wasn't... I didn't watch the beginning of Monday Night Raw. Until I was much older. And even still, I haven't seen every episode of Monday Night Raw. So it's crazy that that was 17 years ago for SmackDown. Yeah, it really is. It like, really that's just, is. That's like, that's so, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, first match of the evening took place for the Intercontinental Championship. Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler. Uh, the Miz. What did you say? The Miz. Oh, the Miz. But Miz, Miz had a little bit of help from the Spirit Squad, and especially Maurice at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. When Miz, Miz had, uh, Ziggler had Miz rolled up in a small package, and Maurice flipped it. And then that that's when Miz won. Yeah. But uh, first, this first match. Right over. This match had me on my feet. This was a fantastic match. And it's like every single time they wrestle, I'm like, oh my god, like that gut feeling gets in my stomach and it's like, I can just be a fan of professional wrestling and watch them wrestle. And it's just awesome. No pun intended there, I guess. 
But uh, Miz is now tied with Rob Van Dam and Jeff Jarrett as uh, six-time Intercontinental Champions, which they're tied. Yeah. They're tied for sixth place, right behind Chris Jericho, who I think has nine, which is the record. So, I think I mean Miz's accomplishments in WWE. It's like that's like a WWE Hall of Fame checklist right there. I, uh, which is, it's, I mean, it's weird to think that, but it's like, if you go over his stats and everything, a hundred percent, that's a Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. So one day you'll, sh- you'll see it one day, hopefully, maybe, who knows? I'll say hopefully and now everyone's going to be pissed off at me for, for liking Miz. I, I like the Miz. <laughs> We've spoken about this many times. Well, I didn't so. say you Miz were going to awesome. get pissed. I said some people, you never know. Yeah. Miz is awesome though. They don't understand. So yeah, seriously. But, so if you want to just be on our show, even to do a quick little voice clip, because one at gmail.com. I mean, Dolph Ziggler did, so maybe you'd like to one-up Dolph Ziggler. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Next up, you had Alexa Bliss and Danny Bryan backstage. Uh, pretty much Bliss trying to plead and get a rematch for the title, which I think would, could be said to be uh, successful. Yeah, Daniel Bryan agreed. They just didn't say when and where. Yeah. But she's definitely owed that rematch, I would say, 100%. Because, which that's so stupid. Like, Daniel Bryan's like, there. I think Daniel Bryan said there's no replay in wrestling or something like that. Mm-hmm. Unless that was something Morrow said and it just pissed me off. But Because it's yeah. like, because like Daniel Bryan saw it so many times from Alexa Bliss showing it to her, showing it to him. Like, why didn't... He run down last week and overturned that. I know, right? But hey, I we get to see get it. we get to see Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss again, which is that's like literally All the right, only thing that's the only thing I ever wanted from the SmackDown draft. Yeah, I know that's, that was your key. <laughs> and then my, uh, my what? Your key. What does that your key mean? To ex- your key to acceptance for it. That was your. That key. was one of your. That was, that your was key. one. Of, that was my key. <laughs> Uh, Kalisto picked the victory over Oni Larkin. Uh, Larkin. Yeah, which, uh, I thought that I marked out for that. I popped. I thought that it was a really good match. Oni Larkin really uh, working stiff at times. Yeah, right off the bat, he just yeah. ran right into the corner with a running uppercut to mm-hmm. Kalisto. And big, big fan of it. Kalisto slipped at one point though. And I liked that spot because Larkin, boom, right, right, right out. Right as soon as Kalisto slipped, he was able, they were able to I recover agree. that. I agree. I thought it was a fine slip, and it made it look more like Lorkin. Is it Lorkin? Yeah. Oni. He's really Oni. I'm going Oni. Uh, Oni really like uh, beat him up so much that he didn't have enough strength and power to completely uh, do his maneuver, his move. And he went right for the pin after that, and that was, I yeah. was like it's like such like like. Yes, 100%. That's why he should be in WWE. Mm-hmm. Because if it happens, I've seen it happen to other people where they're yeah. like, they pause for that split second. They're like, what do we do? Yeah. So, and I'm assuming the only reason why they used Lorkin was because uh, they needed a cruiserweight that wasn't associated with Monday Night Raw to face Kalisto. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's that's awesome that. And then it was just awesome to see him at Madison Square Garden. In that match with Elias sure. Samson, yeah. So I'm sure. And uh, yeah, 
So, Kalisto picked up the victory there with the Salida del Sol. Yeah, next up, yeah, King Booker. King with, Booker! With all the uh, Team SmackDown tag teams backstage. Yeah, to motivate them. Yeah, but... Which Brazango came in and gave everybody tickets for dressing ugly, and then Booker T yelled at them and made them put on SmackDown t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Nothing really else to say about that, though. No. Nothing. Uh, Carmella took on Nikki. Um, this was, I thought, actually cool, too. First of Charlotte, all, before that even took place, though, I think the, the match itself was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Uh, it went to a no contest, but Charlotte came in, uh, went into the crowds because she had a ticket. And then she ended up getting punched by Nikki, sending Charlotte, uh, no, she got punched and then pulled over the railing by Nikki. And Which, then all I don't of know, Team Raw. But I don't know how that made the ref call the match off when she dragged Charlotte into the ring and over the barricade into the ring. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. To me, that's just like you, you get Charlotte away from the ring. You get Nikki to focus on the match. Mm-hmm. But, I yeah. See yeah. All the Team Raw ran out. And uh, then all the Team SmackDown ran out. And uh, it was pretty, it was decent. Nia yeah, Jax so. put herself through the barricade, which I just, I hate that. I know, it's cool so spot, bro. But uh, Naomi dove onto Team Raw, and then Bailey just disappeared. I don't know where she went. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, she wasn't there when all of Team Raw were standing together. Mm-mm. But, I don't get it. But, but yeah, yeah, so. Next up, yeah, American Alpha. Wait, and, I... Also, I just want to mention, which is like going to be blasphemy. I think this past week for WWE television was probably Charlotte's best week ever in WWE. Wow, look at that. Yeah, no, I'm, I think it was probably her best week ever. Uh-huh. Um, next up, you ended up having American Athlete, Brisango, High Pros, and Uso is with the victory of our Ascension, uh, Headbangers, Spirit Squad, and Vaude Villains. Yeah, Heath Slater and Rhino were ringside. They're the team captains of Team SmackDown. And uh, it's just, it's insane how many tag teams SmackDown has. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun match to watch. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm like, with, they should definitely be able to defeat Team, team Raw. They, they're like so much more unified than Team Raw is. That if Team SmackDown loses, I'll be so disappointed. With this yeah. this match the most, I'll be most disappointed if they lose. Mm-hmm. Same. So? The main event, after the main event, you had Edge, Cutting Edge, uh, returning to SmackDown for SmackDown 900. That's what it was. I couldn't remember the segment. You had Tony Chimmel, of course, uh, doing Edge's announcing. Um, and then Edge brought out Team SmackDown to speak about how SmackDown's truly the land of opportunity and how SmackDown's kind of like his show and how he got a chance to shine on, on the show. His show? Well, I mean, he was one of, basically, if you look back at SmackDown's history, he was there for... Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I say it's The Rock's show. Well, I mean, you could say Obviously. The Rock's show, but I mean, it's named after The Rock. Other than, like, I mean, if you break it down into different eras of WWE, SmackDown is definitely one one of those time periods definitely belongs to Edge. Uh-huh. 
So, I mean, just like Undertaker, it belongs to Undertaker as well. Yeah. So, but Edge, Edge was speaking to all of them, and then Undertaker came out after everyone was arguing, and Undertaker said that WrestleMania is no longer going to be defining him. And yeah, he said and that he, he says that he's returned, and he said he's that back. He, he's back taking souls and digging holes, which I'm so surprised it's not on a T-shirt yet. Till today, yeah, Probably. but and yeah, like you were gonna say though, he told Team SmackDown that if Team SmackDown loses that Survivor Series, they'll have a reason to fear Undertaker. Mm-hmm. But Monday Night Raw should rest in peace. So that that leads me to question: Will Undertaker? First of all, I don't see Undertaker coming back full time. Like I don't. I don't think either. This is him being back. If anything, it's more like The Rock being back. Where, mm-hmm. but even still, because like Undertaker was never gone. We just saw him a few months ago. I know it's weird, but yeah, that's SmackDown. Which also, uh, after SmackDown went off the air, Kane came out and they did the Brothers of Destruction arm raise thing together. Mm-hmm. Which I guess Kane had a dark match. I would assume. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. So this weekend we also have a few events taking place. WWE NXT being one of them. Uh, the revival is going to be. T- whoa, uh, whoa, let's go whoa. Start with- whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all, how are you not even going to introduce like the fact that it's NXT Takeover Toronto? Ah, go for it. Yeah. So NXT Takeover Toronto will be taking place at the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. This Saturday night, tonight, uh, first match that we'll do, um, oh, we completely skipped over NXT, so we're going to rewind this, NXT results, first, from this past week, you had Liv Morgan defeating Peyton Royce via disqualification when Billy Kay attacked her, which uh, led for Aaliyah to come out. To help live, but Peyton Royce and uh, and Billy Kay got the upper hand there, leading to uh, Ember Moon coming out, and she made the save. And then the three of them basically challenged Peyton Royce and Billy Kay to find a partner and face Ooh. them, which I'm assuming will take place at Takeover. Who do you think they'll choose? That's like I like I don't know that I I mean if it's not Nikki. Cross. I don't know who else it could be. Angelina Love. You think? I doubt that. I would highly. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> Elias Sampson made his return, defeating Nathan Cruz. Yeah, he was the big promo for the return. Mm-hmm. And then the main event saw Andrade Cien Almas take on and defeat Cedric Alexander. Yeah. And now so. moving on to NXT Takeover Toronto. Yeah. Um, if that match does take place. Um, Ember Moon teaming up with Aaliyah and Liv Morgan to take on Billy Kay, um, Peyton Royce, any partner of their choosing. I'm going to say them. So we are going to pick them. Yeah, might as well. I mean, if do you want to? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why might not? As well, yeah. Why um, not? So what? I'm not going to write it down just because I'm going to pick them too, and I don't have enough space for it. Okay, Mister, I don't have space for it. Uh, Bobby Roode, take it on Ty Dillinger. I'm going to go with Roode. I'm going with Ty Dillinger. 
Hmm. I mean, all right. Why, why Bobby Roode? Just because it's Bobby Roode, or yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, no really good reason. Uh, in the finals for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Tournament, the Authors of Pain take it on TM61. I'm gonna go with TM61. I am also saying TM61, and if it's Authors of Pain, then which I mean, last year's Dusty Rhodes Classic Tag Team thing threw us. Yeah, I, mean, I I know. I mean, at least for me, I wanted it to 100% be um, Dash and Dawson that, that ended up being the the finals. So, But then it ended uh, up in the, the finals ended up being... Or no, I think I wanted it to be uh, American Alpha. But the, I think the, so. And then I the, don't remember. The, the finals ended up I'm being... I'm not going to agree. The, the finals ended up being Corbin and Rhino versus Finn Balor and Joe. And Joe and Balor won. Which then even more so, I wanted Samoa Joe to turn on Finn Balor there, but that just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Well, talking about that tag team, uh, the Revival, they're going to be defending the tag team championship against DIY in a two out of three falls match. I'm going to go with DIY. Yeah, I'm going to say the Revival. Against my better judgment, perhaps. All right. For the NXT Women's Championship, we have Asuka, the champion, taking on the challenger and returning to WWE, Mickey James. Um, I'll pick first. I'm going Asuka. Well, I mean, you could just mark me down for Asuka, too. Uh, it's very difficult to think Mickey James would come to WWE I, and win. Yeah, I know. And then Nakamura defending his championship against Samoa Joe. I'm going Nakamura. I, too, will go with Shinsuke Nakamura. All right. So what do we have? Two differences? Uh, yeah, two differences. The tag, both tag team. Uh, no, Dillinger, Rude, and Revival DIY. Right. So. Okay, right. so that was NXT Takeover Toronto, which you could, if you're listening to this on Saturday right now, which is twelve twelve sixteen, you could check us check it out. Uh, check it out tonight. And yeah. tomorrow night, Sunday night, Survivor Series at the Air Canada Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, first match, there's no pre-match announced, so I don't know what that's, that would be. But let's go with the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Kendrick, champion, taking on Kalisto, where if... Kalisto wins, the whole roster will be going to SmackDown. I'm yeah. going to say Kalisto. I am going to... I mean, I'm... given they have the 205 Live coming up in two weeks on Tuesdays, oh. I would find it... I would not understand how they would be able to tape rosters like that if they're not... Against my better judgment, I'm going Kendrick. I don't know how. I really don't know how they would have that. I don't know either, but I really just don't want to see that title change hands so many times so soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I'm going that, that'd, be, that'd be Kalisto's second title in 2016. That's true. Uh, next up, we'll save the Survivor Series matches for later. Uh, let's go with The Miz defending his Intercontinental Championship against Sami Zayn. If Sami Zayn wins, the title will be transferred to Raw. I'm going to go with The Miz. I'm going to say Sami Zayn 
right. But I don't think the Intercontinental Championship will go to Raw. <laughs> Why not? I think it's gonna. Deal? I think they're gonna end up working out a deal where Brian's like, "Yeah, I don't want Miz." So Daniel mm. Bryan could like somehow trade Zayn oh. for Miz or something like that. That's interesting. Maybe I don't know. All right. Perhaps. Hmm. But I'm gonna say Sami Zayn. All right. Up next, we have the main event. Yeah, we'll go with the main event. A regular singles match. Main event. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg too. I'm going Lesnar. I'm gonna go with Goldberg, even though it's against my better judgment. All I just right. don't want to see Brock Lesnar win this. I don't want to see Goldberg in this match. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar in this match. But I um, don't want to see more specifically. I don't want Goldberg to lose. So. Uh, ten on ten traditional Survivor Series tag team elimination match. Team Raw. Uh, New Day, Biggie, New Day, Sheamus, Cesaro, Guns and Gallows, Enzo Cash, Shining Stars, taking on Team SmackDown, Slater, Rhino, Hypros, Al- American Alpha, Usos, and Brizango. I'm going to go with Team SmackDown. I will go Team SmackDown, too. All right. For Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for the 5-on-5 traditional Survivor Series elimination match, you have Charlotte teaming up with Bayley. Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks with Dana Brooke to take on Team SmackDown, Nikki Bella, the team captain, Becky Lynch, the WWE champion, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Naomi with their mascot. No, not mascot, their coach. Might as well be. Yeah, their coach, Natalia. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one again, too. I'm going SmackDown. Yeah, I'm going to say SmackDown. I really am happy that Natalia's not in this match, too. Uh, five on one, five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw: Kevin Owens, Jericho, Reigns, Strowman, Rollins taking on Team SmackDown. Y2J, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Shane McMahon with James Ellsworth. I'm gonna go with Team Monday Night Raw. Does James Ellsworth being a mascot out there cost the the match? Yes, I think he's gonna play a big factor. And yeah, and hopefully well, this is where we see him ridden off TV. I was also gonna. I mean, I was going to pick Team Raw here too. I don't think. I don't think All SmackDown right. can sweep. All right, but I think cool. like so. Of, we'll look at Team three SmackDown. Three different matches. Look at Team SmackDown here. Yeah. Where who if if this Undertaker thing was a was a thing, where he goes, if if you guys win, you should be fine. If you guys lose. It means nothing. Does it mean nothing, or is there a WrestleMania match in that? Uh, maybe, but I don't, I don't think, think anything's going to come to it. Could we possibly see Orton versus Taker again? Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker again? Is that again? Mm-hmm. I don't even think that's again. Did that I don't think. Happen? I don't think it's gonna. I don't think anything will amount. AJ Styles versus Undertaker. Mm-mm. Don't, just I don't think give anything that. will There's amount. No- there's you're no not, way you're not seeing just, Undertaker again. There's no, <laughs> there's no way we don't see Undertaker before WrestleMania. Uh, Wait, there's no way that we don't see Undertaker before WrestleMania. Yeah, we have to see Taker before Mania. We have. Yeah. To. So. But those are my predictions. Those were your predictions. Moving on to your shameless plugs. 
Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us on this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Foss. Also, go follow Victor at VGW underscore. Thank you for promoting us. Also, go check out Team Awesome 418, Montreal Broski, first thing in the morning, and Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Go check out all of them. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. There is a new season of Billy on the Street on True TV, and I think everyone needs to check it out. I've been preaching this show for years. I think it's one of the funniest shows out there. Um, I mean, have you have you ever yet, have you seen it? No. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, you think no. I was waiting I saw... for everyone to answer me? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I, I didn't see it yet. I did see a clip on YouTube, but I didn't get a chance to watch all of it yet. It was so funny. On the first episode of this new season, they played, uh, or not they played, they ran through the streets. Him and John Hamm ran through the streets. And he was going up to random people asking, would you have a three, for a dollar, I saw, yeah, would no, you I have a threesome with me and, and John Hamm? And this yeah. one woman, this one woman, he says it to, and she goes, he goes, for a dollar, would you have a threesome with me? And she cuts him off and goes, absolutely not. And he goes, and John Hamm, she goes, ooh, John Hamm, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I thought that it was weird that they ended with that part. What do you mean? I think that was the last part. Of the, last this, of the show? No, 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 of the segment. Oh, I, I, it, it might have been, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Cool. So definitely check out Billy on the Street True TV. It's on every week, every oh Thursday, Wednesday. Look it up, local listings. Yeah, go check it out. You know how it works. Next up is going to Thanksgiving. It's next week. It's this Wednesday coming up, and I hope everybody enjoys it. I hope everyone's safe and has a fun night. Yeah, and be make safe. sure you eat a lot of turkey. Drive safe if turkey. you're drinking. Be careful on those roads. I don't even like turkey, so I don't. I don't even mind if there's turkey. Well, well, ha- have some sweet potatoes with marshmallows at least. Also, absolutely can't stand sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Well, I used to, I would take the 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 marshmallows off the sweet potatoes. That I'm perfectly fine what? with doing. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, what? You're awful. And I, well, it's also, by the way, I hate marshmallows, but when you have a toasted marshmallow on top of the sweet potato, I'll take those. Mm. But, uh, and it's, I was going to say, I don't mind turkey not being there. However, I will change my statement and say, yes, I do mind. There has to be turkey there. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. There better be a turkey there. Exactly. I'm not necessarily going to eat it, but I definitely want a, exactly. I definitely want turkey there. What's your, what's so. your go-to dish though? Go-to dish? Um, brisket? I don't know. What? I don't know what's... I'm trying to think of what they usually have. I don't know. It, I, I think it's I been mean, a while since I've been at Thanksgiving dinner. Well, you went last year, would you? you went to, did I? Well, you went to Cracker Barrel by yourself last year. Right? I did. Yeah. So. I had turkey. My, my, my Thanksgiving plates normally look the same where it's just like stuffing. If there's macaroni and cheese, there'll be mac and cheese. Um, and then green bean casserole. Word. Yeah. But uh, for the past few years, I've been spoiled. Uh-huh. Because they, like, they, my mom's cousin's house, your mom's cousin's house also, like, they put out, like, real food. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's not canned green beans. It's, like, actual green beans. And they made yeah, actual um, cranberry sauce and stuff. But this year, it's just, I'm going to my grandmother's house. So it's going to be from Ben's. I know that. Nice. Which I like Ben's. Ben's is good. It's just not the homemade stuff that that I've been been accustomed to as of late. Mm-hmm. And lastly, my shout out is going to be to NXT. Uh, be, honestly, because it just it makes it makes it's gonna sound super weird, I think, but it makes me feel it makes me feel good inside when I'm like there. Not that I'm not good inside. Brandon's in a relationship with NXT. <laughs> no, like it's so much Change different. Change your Facebook status, dude. It's so much different than going to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown or or like a pay-per-view or something. It's just like, it's just like a different crowd, a different atmosphere. I mean, it's, it really, it's I think it's. It's an indie crowd. It really is, dude. It is an Yeah, indie and crowd. you hate those. But no, because it's a different indie crowd. It's like an evolved indie crowd. Oh, it's like, it's man. completely, it's not, it's completely, it's you not. You hated the evolved indie crowd. No, it, I said in, in evolved, not evolved oh. indie crowd. It's not, it's not like a Ring of Honor or evolved crowd where people are like putting themselves over. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, I don't know, you've yet to go to NXT, so you can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you yeah. need to go to NXT and you just, you'll witness it for yourself and like, you'll be like, oh my God, he's right. Uh, I now feel I now feel special for having had seen a, a, a match card like this. Well, you it, know, it's, it's, it's a WWE indie show, and it's just like it's it's just, there's nothing else like that. It's fantastic. What they do in NXT is fantastic. The talent there is awesome. Triple H is fantastic. But let's move on to our our. Right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I have two of them. Brandon, take it away. First one absolutely has to be from last Saturday night's Saturday Night Live's episode with uh, Dave Chappelle hosting, uh, where he did bring back characters from the Chappelle show for one skit, one sketch, I should say, or one video. Yeah, I I agree. That was awesome. So I popped big time for that. And then my other one was after SmackDown 900, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder were backstage together. And then Edge came into the segment as well. So they had an Edgehead reunion, which I popped for. That's always awesome. Well, what about the fact that they were singing his theme song? Yeah, they did. And then Edge came in and sang it as well. Yeah, I think that was awesome. Yeah. And then, and then your mark out moment of the week. Hmm. Was it that? I forgot I told you it. Uh yes, you did. You did mention it. It it involved three letters from also last Saturday night. Mm. <laughs> from Madison Square Garden. He's now the tag team champion. Hmm. All by himself. Oh, Connor McGregor. <laughs> Conor McGregor picking up the victory at UFC in the, the debut of uh, UFC in New York. Uh, Conor McGregor picking up the victory. Now he's champion of two divisions, two weight classes. For the first time ever. 
First time ever, yeah. Which uh, I, No, I, not first time ever. No, no, this was the first time ever that someone's going to hold a title simultaneously. I thought Severn did it. No. I thought they were saying that there was a first time, but then there was also something that happened in the past with it. I don't know. I think I just thought that Conor McGregor was the first to, to hold two titles at once. No, maybe. But like that match, I watched, I, I was able to see it. Dude got cocky. Yeah, but that's how he's always been. Right, but like, there was like a point where I was like, oh, this is right, this is the downfall of Conor. Because there was like so many people saying that Conor McGregor was going to lose. I and, and I And I was expecting to maybe see him lose, but that did not happen. He did the Vince McMahon strut after the match. Yeah, but and the I, guy, he, he's done that so many times during his fights where he'll put his hands behind his back to, yeah. get, to get in the mind of his opponent. And I, I liked after the after after he won the promo that he cut. He goes, I, I like I like to apologize to absolutely nobody. And yeah, he's, like, he's he's like, where's my where's my belt? Where's my other belt? Yeah, that's all I wanted to know is where's my belt. Yeah, I would like to do a full impression. <laughs> yep, but for reasons unknown, I can't. Nope. But that was our show this week. That was the mark out moment of the week. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, MarkingOut.com, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, at MarkingOut, at David the Rave, M-O, underscore M-O, at BTTG161, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, this Tuesday, November the 22nd, 12 o'clock p.m., the sale starts. Use the code Black Friday for 20% off. Do it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. If you buy our t-shirt as well as Stone Cold Steve Austin's t-shirt or somebody else's t-shirt, let us know. We're, we're grateful. We'll thank you. Yeah, tweet us. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you eat everything that you'd like to eat. Yeah, eat, drink, and be merry. And, and safe. Yeah, that's more specifically more so for Wednesday night because I know that's a big bar night. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. So. Unless it's water. So. Yeah. Which Always even then you have to be you have to be careful. Don't like actually don't don't be distracted and drive. Yeah. No. But we wish you the the Do you want to take bets on whether or not the Rock and Gobbledy Gooker show up? Best of luck in your future endeavors.